Chapter Thirty Nine of the Spanish Brothers by Deborah Alcock. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter Thirty Nine Left Behind. They are all gone into a world of light, and I alone am lingering here. Henry Vaughan the change of seasons brought little change to those dark cells in the triana where neither the glory of summer nor the breath of spring could come while the world with its living interests its hopes and fears its joys and sorrows kept surging round them not even an echo of its many voices reached the doomed ones within who lay so near yet so far from all fast bound in misery and iron not yet had the deliverer come to carlos more than once he had seemed very near during the summer heats so terrible in that prison fever had wasted the captives already enfeebled frame but this was the means of prolonging his life for the eve of the outer found him unable to walk across his cell still he heard without very keen sorrow the fate of his beloved friends so soon did he hope to follow them and yet month after month life lingered on in his circumstances restoration to health was simply impossible not that he endured more than others or even as much as some he was not loaded with fetters or buried in one of the frightful subterranean cells where daylight never entered still when to the many physical sufferings his position entailed was added the weight of sickness weakness and utter loneliness they formed together a burden heavy enough to have crushed even a strong heart to despair long ago the last gleam of human sympathy and kindness had faded from him maria gonzalez was herself a prisoner receiving such payment as men had to give her for her brave deeds of charity god's payment however was yet to come and would be of another sort herrera the under-jailer was humane but very timid moreover his duties seldom led him to that part of the prison where carlos lay so that he was left dependent upon the tender mercies of caspar benevidio which were indeed cruel and yet in spite of all he was not crushed not despairing the lamp of patient endurance burned on steadily because it was continually fed with oil by an unseen hand it has been beautifully said the personal love of christ to you felt delighted in returned is actually truly simply without exaggeration the deepest joy and the deepest feeling that the heart of man or woman can know it will absolutely satisfy your heart it would satisfy your heart if it were his will that you should spend the rest of your life alone in a dungeon just this nothing else nothing less sustained carlos throughout those long slow months of suffering which had now come to add themselves and make the years it proved sufficient for him it has proved sufficient for thousands god's unknown saints and martyrs whose names we shall learn first in heaven those who still occasionally sought access to him in the hope of transforming the obstinate heretic into a penitent marvelled greatly at the cheerful calm with which he was wont to receive them and to answer their arguments 
sometimes he would even brave all the wrath of benevidio and raising his voice as loud as he could he would make the gloomy vaults re-echo to such words as these the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is my strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid or these whom have i in heaven but thee and there is none upon earth that i desire beside thee my flesh and my heart faileth but god is the strength of my heart and my portion for ever but still it was not in christ's promise nor was it to be expected that his prisoner should never know hours of sorrow weariness and heart-sinking such hours came sometimes and on the very morning when don juan and doña beatriz were going forth together into the spring sunshine through the castle gate of nuera carlos in his dungeon was passing through one of the darkest of these he lay on his mat his face covered with his wasted hands through which tears were slowly falling it was but very seldom that he wept now tears had grown rare and scarce with him the evening before he had received a visit from two jesuits bound on the only errand which would have procured their admission there irritated by his bold and ready answers to the usual arguments they had recourse to declamation and one of them bethought himself of mentioning the fate of the lutherans who suffered at the two great autos of valladolid most of the heretics said the jesuit though when they were in prison they were as obstinate as thou art now yet had their eyes opened in the end to the error of their ways and accepted reconciliation at the stake at the last great act of faith held in the presence of king philip only don carlos to say so here he stopped surprised at the agitation of the prisoner who had heard their threatenings against himself so calmly to say so to say so have they murdered him too moaned carlos and for a few brief moments he gave way to natural emotion but quickly recovering himself he said i shall only see him the sooner were you acquainted with him asked the jesuit i loved and honoured him my avowing that cannot hurt him now answered carlos who had grown used to the bitter thought that any name would be disgraced and its owner imperilled by his mentioning it with affection but if you'll do me so much kindness he added i pray you to tell me anything you know of his last hours any word he spoke he could speak nothing said the younger of his two visitors before he left the prison he had uttered so many horrible blasphemies against holy church and our lady that he was obliged to wear the gag during the whole ceremony lest he should offend the little ones this last cruel wrong the refusal of leave to the dying to speak one word in defence of the truths he died for stung carlos to the quick it rang from lips so patient hitherto words of indignant threatening god will judge your cruelty he said go on fill up the measure of your guilt for your time is short one day and that soon there will be a grand spectacle grander than your autos then shall you torturers of god's saints call upon the mountains and rocks to cover you and to hide you from the wrath of the lamb once more alone his passionate anger died away and it was well surrounded as he was on every side by strong cold relentless wrong and cruelty if his spirit had bitten its wings against those bars of iron 
it would soon have fallen to the ground faint and helpless with crushed pinions it was not in such vain strivings that he could find or keep the deep calm peace with which his heart was filled it was in the quiet place in his saviour's feet from whence if he looked at his enemies at all it was only to pity and forgive them but though anger was gone a heavy burden of sorrow remained de Cesse's noble form shrouded in the hideous zamara his head crowned with a carossa his face disfigured by the gag these were ever before his eyes he well-nigh forgot that all this was over now that for him the conflict was ended and the triumph begun could he have known even as much as we know now of the close of that heroic life it might have comforted him don carlos de seso met his doom at the second of the two great autos celebrated at valladolid during the year fifteen fifty nine at the first the most steadfast sufferers were francisco de vibero casalla one of a family of confessors and antonio herezuelo whose pathetic story the most thrilling episode of spanish martyrology would need an abler pen than ours during his lingering imprisonment of a year and a half de Cesson never varied his own clear testimony to the truth never compromised any of his brethren informed at last that he was to die the next day he requested writing materials these being furnished him he placed on record a confession of his faith which llorente the historian of the inquisition thus describes it would be difficult to convey an idea of the uncommon vigour of sentiment with which he filled two sheets of paper though he was then in the presence of death he handled what he had written to the alguazil with these words this is the true faith of the gospel as opposed to that of the church of rome which has been corrupted for ages in this faith i wish to die and in the remembrance and lively belief of the passion of jesus christ to offer to god my body now reduced so low all that night and the next morning were spent by the friars in vain endeavours to induce him to recant during the auto though he could not speak his countenance showed the steadfastness of his soul a steadfastness which even the sight of his beloved wife amongst those condemned to perpetual imprisonment failed to disturb when at last as he was bound to the stake the gag was removed he said to those who stood around him still urging him to yield i could show you that you ruin yourselves by not following my example but there is no time executioners light the fire that is to consume me even in the act of death it was given him though unconsciously to strengthen the faith of another in the martyr band was a poor man juan sanchez who had been a servant of the casallas and was apprehended in flanders with juan de leon he had borne himself bravely throughout but when the fire was kindled the robes that bound him to the stake having given way the instinct of self-preservation made him rush from the flames and not knowing what he did spring upon the scaffold where those who yielded at the last were wont to receive absolution the attendant monks at once surrounded him offering him the alternative of the milder death recovering self-possession he looked around him at one side knelt the penitents at the other motionless amidst the flames de Cesso stood as standing in his own high hall his choice was made i will die like de Cesso, he said calmly 
and then walked deliberately back to the stake where he met his doom with joy another brave sufferer at this auto don domingo de rojas ventured to make appeal to the justice of the king only to receive the memorable reply never to be read without a shudder i would carry wood to burn my own son if he were such a wretch as thou all these circumstances carlos never heard on this side of the grave but in the quiet sabbath-keeping that remaineth for the people of god there will surely be leisure enough to talk over past trials and triumphs at present however he only saw the dark side only knew the bare and bitter facts of suffering and death he had not merely loved de Cesso as his instructor he had admired him with the generous enthusiasm of a young man for a senior in whom he recognizes his ideal all that he himself would fain become if the spains had but known the day of their visitation he doubted not that man would have been their leader in the path of reform but they knew it not and so instead the chariot of fire had come for him for him and for nearly all the men and women whose hands carlos had been wont to clasp in loving brotherhood losada darellano ponce de leon doña isabella de baena doña maria de borges all these honoured names and many more did he repeat adding after each one of them at rest with christ somewhere in the depths of those dreary dungeons it might be that the heroic juliano his father in the faith was lingering still and also fray constantino and the young monk of san isodro fray fernando but the prison walls sundered them quite as hopelessly from him as the river of death itself earlier ties sometimes seemed to him only like things he had read or dreamed of during his fever indeed old familiar faces had often fleeted around him dolores sat beside him laying her hand on his burning brow fray sebastian taught him disjointed meaningless fragments from the schoolmen juan himself either spoke cheerful words of hope and trust or else talked idly of long-forgotten trifles but all this was over now neither dream nor fancy came to break his utter terrible loneliness he knew that he was never to see juan again nor dolores nor even fray sebastian the world was dead to him and he to it and as for his brethren in the faith they had gone to the light beyond the clouds and the rest beyond the storms where he would so gladly be why then was he left so long like one standing without in the cold why did not the golden gate open for him as well as for them what was he doing in this place what could he do for his master's cause or his master's honour he did not murmur by this time his saviour's prayer not my will but thine be done had been wrought into the texture of his being with the scarlet purple and golden threads of pain of patience and of faith but it is well for his tried ones that he knows longing is not murmuring very full of longing were the words words rather of pleading than of prayer that rose continually from the lips of carlos that day and now lord what wait i for End of chapter 39